Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning, United in grief. Prince Philip's children pay tribute to their gentle father as we learn more about how the Duke died. Red alert, Cyclone Sirosia slams into WA, killing at least one person. Deadline doubt, confusion swells over when all Australians will be vaccinated. And pay freeze push, hard hit industries call for exemptions in lifting employee wages. This is 7 News with Edwina Bartholomew. Good morning. Prince Philip's children have paid an emotional tribute to their father, revealing his passing has left a huge void in the Queen's life. Let's go live now to 7 News Bureau Chief Hugh Whitfeld in Windsor. Hugh, the Duke's sons attended an intimate memorial service. Eddie, it was at a private chapel on the Windsor estate. Prince Edward spoke of his shock at the loss of his father. Prince Andrew says the Queen has described as now having a huge void in her life, while the Countess of Wessex spoke of the Duke of Edinburgh's final moments. A family united in grief. Prince Andrew and Prince Edward speak candidly on the loss of their father, Prince Philip, at a service outside the Royal Chapel of All Saints. I think the way I would put it is that we've lost almost the grandfather of the nation. However much one tries to prepare oneself for, for something like this, it's, it's, still a, it's still a dreadful shock. Edward's wife, Sophie, gave an insight into the Duke of Edinburgh's final moments. It was right for him. It was so gentle. Prince Andrew describing his mother as an incredibly stoic person, contemplating the loss of her husband of 73 years. She described it as, as, as having left a huge void uh, in her life. The same sentiment felt by Princess Anne, who released this touching photo, saying, My father has been my teacher, my support and my critic. But mostly it is his example of a life well lived and service freely given that I most wanted to emulate. He was a remarkable man. Um, I loved him as a father. It is a remarkable insight into the very private grief this usually public family is experiencing right now. Prince Andrew also spoke of a phone call that he had with his father a couple of months ago. Prince Philip told him that we are all in the same boat and sometimes the royals have to stand up and show compassion and leadership. It was in relation to the COVID crisis in this country that's killed more than 120,000 Britons. Andrew says the royal family more than ever can empathise with the loss that has been experienced across this nation so much. Eddie. Yeah, they certainly can. Thank you, Hugh.
All eyes are now on Prince Harry as he makes his way from America to England for his grandfather's funeral. Harry would have to arrive home by tomorrow in order to isolate and carry out a mandatory test five days before the funeral service on Saturday. Some UK tabloids are suggesting he could be granted an exemption from quarantine on compassionate grounds. Back home now, tropical cyclone Sirosia has smashed into Western Australia's Midwest coast, bringing destructive winds and heavy rain. It weakened to a Category 2 system overnight, but still caused extensive damage and is already linked to at least one death. A 38-year-old worker was electrocuted in Coral Bay after a caravan park's private power pole fell down in the wind. Residents are being warned to stay indoors with red alert warnings issued for much of the state's coastline as the cyclone approaches. In these red alert areas, you cannot move. Do not leave your buildings, do not drive your vehicles, do not operate your businesses. Sirosia is expected to weaken further as it moves inland, travelling at around 65 kilometres per hour. Authorities are reassuring doctors they are legally protected if patients choose to be given the AstraZeneca vaccine after reports they could be exposing themselves to lawsuits over potential side effects. The advice for the AstraZeneca jab changed last week, with GPs urged not to administer it to people aged under 50. Australia already has vaccine indemnity agreements in place. No doctor need worry. The Australian Medical Association is also assuring no legal risks to GPs, saying if a patient made an informed decision, doctors are protected. Travellers from Greater Brisbane, Gladstone and Byron Bay can now freely enter Victoria after the areas were downgraded from orange to green zones overnight. Victoria introduced restrictions after COVID cases emerged from the Brisbane cluster. But now people travelling from all three areas no longer need to quarantine and get tested upon arrival. New Zealand's latest COVID cluster has risen to three after another quarantine worker tested positive. The new case had been self-isolating at home after being considered a close contact last week with the risk of community spread considered very low. It comes a week out from the trans-Tasman travel bubble allowing people to fly between Australia and New Zealand without having to quarantine. Former Prime Minister John Howard is demanding Australia's strict gun laws be upheld ahead of the anniversary of the Port Arthur massacre this month. 25 years on, Australia still doesn't have a national firearms registry. We did make it a safer country, safer for women, children, men, everybody, and, and we ought to hang on to that. 35 people were killed in the tragedy. Two teens have been charged over the stabbing death of a 16-year-old boy in Brisbane's CBD. A member of the public found Yanis Luoso lying on the ground in Suncorp Plaza on Thursday night, bleeding from his stomach. Another 16-year-old has been charged with murder, while a 17-year-old boy has been charged with being an accessory after the fact. Both will face Brisbane Children's Court today. The New South Wales Police Commissioner says the force has to take responsibility for the shooting deaths of two Sydney siblings at the hands of their father. Edwards shot the two children with a legally owned gun at their West Pennant Hills home in 2018, then turned the pistol on himself. Mick Fuller says the systems, processes and people let Jack, Jennifer and Olga Edwards down. For that, I'm sorry. 
Wild weather is sweeping across Australia's east with a polar blast bringing freezing temperatures. It's delivered the first snowfall for resorts in both New South Wales and Victoria. The Threadbow ski season doesn't open for another two months, but staff there are welcoming the winter chills. There was also enough to entertain these kids in the Yarra Valley. Uh, Tassie got a bit of a dusting too, not so good for Dad. Uh, the spirit of Tasmania ploughed through giant waves as it made its way through Melbourne's Port Phillip heads. Australia is a nation of coffee drinkers. Now it's been revealed it's actually in our DNA. Researchers have discovered the difference between those drinking countless cups and others knowing when to stop or comes down to genetics. For Steve Pizzilli, coffee is a non-negotiable. I can go anywhere from two double espressos to sometimes three double espressos in a day. Others have to stop at just one. Now researchers at the University of South Australia have discovered it's our DNA that drives our desire for that extra hit of caffeine. It's also what stops us from drinking too much. This may be a nature's way of protecting us from adverse health effects of coffee. In a study of nearly 400 people, those with high blood pressure, angina or arrhythmia drank far less coffee, drank only decaf or avoided it altogether, whereas those with naturally low blood pressure were genetically more tolerant to caffeine. When your heart starts racing or you develop palpitations, that is probably your body's way of telling you that, that um, uh, it's, you have had enough coffee already. Thank you. So the advice is whether you drink four cups a day or just the one, trust your gut and your heart. If they're telling you to stop, chances are they're right. Unless a doctor says to me, you've got high blood pressure, you need to cut down your coffee, then I'll probably cut it down. But until then, I feel good and I'm going to keep going the way I'm going. Rosie Barnett, 7 News. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The Prime Minister has been forced to throw out the timeline to vaccinate all Australians against COVID as the rollout is plagued with more delays. Let's go live to political reporter Rob Scott on this story. Rob, it's clear the initial October deadline will not be met. Yeah, that's right, Eddie. The Prime Minister now says the goal is to have everyone vaccinated as soon as possible. But you're right, he has scrapped the original October timeline, uh, saying the government is not able to put an exact date on when it expects the rollout to be finished because there were just too many unknowns to make those sorts of promises. Chief among those issues, major global supply problems. And of course, the news last week that AstraZeneca is now only recommended uh, for those people aged over 50 due to the risk of blood clots. The the Prime Minister was forced to clarify the government's position after Tourism Minister Dan Tien spoke out of turn during a live interview yesterday. That's definitely the aim. That's the goal that we've set is to try and have uh, all Australians uh, have a dose by, by the end of the year. 
The PM responding on Facebook with, while we would like to see these doses completed before the end of the year, it is not possible to set, to set such targets given the many uncertainties involved. Adding the government had not set and has no plans to set any new targets. Eddie? Thank you very much, Rob. Protesters in southern Myanmar have spilled onto the streets once again in opposition to February's military takeover that has caused turmoil across the country. Masses of anti-coup demonstrators have been chanting and carrying flags, splashing red paint on the streets to symbolise the mass violence and bloodshed. It comes just a day after security forces killed more than 80 people in the country's largest city of Yangon. The extraordinary moment a baby elephant is rescued from a well has been captured on camera. The calf fell down a narrow hole while passing through the area in southeastern India with its herd. An excavator, the fire department and a rope pulley system were brought in to help. A mass crowd of people gathered to watch the dramatic rescue unfold and he is OK. A team of archaeologists in Egypt have discovered a lost ancient city over 3,000 years old. It's been described as the most important discovery since King Tutankhamun's tomb almost 100 years ago. Buried under sand for millennia, experts say it's the largest city ever uncovered in Egypt. Foundations of streets and houses along with jewellery and pottery were found. Teams have been digging since September. Checking finance news for now, the Dow Jones ended the session 297 points higher. The Nasdaq also closed in the green. In London, the FT100 added and Germany's DAX also gained. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,732 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 62 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 76.23 US cents, 83.59 Japanese yen and $1.08 New Zealand. Business owners from industries hit hardest by the COVID pandemic are calling on the federal government to exempt them from having to give employees a wage lift. It would mean a second year without a pay increase for some after a freeze was imposed at the height of the pandemic. Many industries delayed their wage rises until February and say it would be crippling to have a second increase within six months. The 1979 Lunar Park Ghost Train fire investigation will be reviewed. New South Wales coroner Theresa O'Sullivan has ordered police to review evidence from the tragedy, which claimed the lives of six children and a father. Police at the time blamed the incident on an electrical fault, but damning new allegations have emerged that corrupt police covered up the deadly blaze to protect notorious crime figure Abe Saffron. The coroner will make her decision on whether to hold a fresh inquest once the review is complete. Police have launched an investigation after Hoons filmed themselves doing burnouts at the grave of an Adelaide dad who died after a motorcycle crash. The dangerous stunt has left mourners and the cemetery's managers fuming with fears that next time someone could be killed. It's supposed to be a place of peace and quiet reflection. Shut up. Come on! But on this recent afternoon, it was far from it. A hoon in a Holden. Turning Enfield Cemetery into a burnout strip. That's very, very dangerous and it's very disrespectful. It's a dreadful state of affairs that, you know, you come here and you, you have to put up with hoons, basically. It's... Uh, it makes it a bit frightening. The dangerous stunt, an apparent tribute to John Hadley, whose grave can be seen here. Ah! Ah! 
The 45-year-old father died in bizarre circumstances last month after coming off his motorbike. Critically injured, he was bundled into a car by friends who left him on a footpath at Ingle Farm where he was later found dead. You know, there's other ways to show your respect, isn't there? Just go to an appropriate place and have a memorial, maybe at a racetrack for him, not in a cemetery. The Adelaide Cemetery's authority has slammed the stunt as disappointing, inappropriate and unacceptable. Little children, if they don't realise what's going on, it could be a tragedy. Seven News has handed a copy of the video to police. An investigation is now underway. But locals and visitors are calling for extra patrols to be sent here in case the hoons return. I think it needs a bit more security, definitely. It would be nice if, um, yeah, the patrols could come round and just scare them off a bit. Mark Mooney, Seven News. To Sports News Now and Fremantle are back in the winners list after beating Hawthorne by 15 points in Perth. The Dockers got the jump on the Hawks at Optus Stadium, kicking the first five goals of the game to lead by 34 points at quarter time. Hawthorne fought back to within five points but couldn't do enough to get the win, unfortunately. Fremantle are ninth on the ladder, Hawthorne are 17th. Anthony Griffin's tenure as Dragons coach continues to get even better after their win over the unbeaten Eels overnight. Matt Dufty was awarded the first penalty try of the season as St George Illawarra burst out of the blocks at Bankwest Stadium, taking an 18-0 lead into the break. Parramatta briefly threatened to come back, but Dufty closed out the 26-12 win. The Dragons are now fourth with their fourth win in a row. The Wellington Phoenix have kept their A-League finals hopes alive with a last-minute win against Western United. Momentum swung throughout the match, but with seconds to go, it all came down to 19-year-old Ben Wayne. Well, potentially after a VAR check, the goal was given and the Phoenix held on for a 3-2 win. The W League final between Melbourne Victory and Sydney FC went to the last second. And that goal at the end of extra time from Cairo Cooney Cross gave the victory a 1-0 win in their second W League championships. Pretty happy about it too. The Illawarra Hawks have consolidated their place in the NBL top four with a two-point win over an undermanned Cairns Taipans. The Hawks pushed out to a 14-point lead early in the second, but the Taipans kept fighting to bring it within two in the last. Tyler Harvey proved himself Illawarra's hero, draining 35 points as the Hawks ran out 82 to 80. Winners. Taking a look at the weather around the country for you now, Brisbane, sunny heading for a top of 24 degrees, sunny in Sydney, 21 degrees, early frost in Canberra, then sunny in 17 degrees, a possible shower in Melbourne, 17 there too, showers in Hobart, 16 degrees, Adelaide mostly sunny, 22, rain in Perth, 22 degrees and mostly sunny in Darwin, 33. And that's seven early news for this Monday the 12th of April, I'm Edwina Bartholomew.